Hello, everyone. This is Bernie Burns. Hey, I am Jeff Ranzi. Gusterola. Joel Heyman. And then there's Jack. You throw a tomahawk just right at a horse in its head between its eyes that the handle is sticking out of the tomahawk. It looks like a unicorn horn. They suck dick at sucking dick. Almost like we need another World War theme song. This is the theme song. And we're done. The Drunk Tank, sponsored by Maybach. Hey, everyone. It's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Our theme song this week was made by Mr. Sir from the website. Yeah, Mr. Sir, and he's going to jerk off when he hears it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a friend of yours, right? He is, yes. I actually stayed in a room with him in New York Comic Con. Oh, really? You still got a really good friend. Fuck yeah. We got uh, Michael right Hello. there. That's me. Talking, telling us wonderful stories about So many good New York. stories. And we got uh, Chris for the first time ever Hello. in the podcast. Chris um, has been working with us for about a year now. Finally graduated up to the podcast. I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> Chris was uh, Chris has been in a lot of our shorts. You were uh, Captain America before the dick shrinking mm-hmm. in the uh, Captain America short. And I brought you guys in here. And we have two empty spots because I'm hoping that Brandon comes down and joins us later. And he has support, he says. He has someone who's going to back him up on this whole South Pole magnet thing. I, which is still going He's on. been arguing about it. Like almost every day for weeks. upstairs. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Like two weeks ago? I, I can't believe the amount of email and conversation that this is actually generated. I feel like people at New York Comic Con and people in New York Comic Con oh, yeah. people were constantly talking about it. And I've been getting constant like emails and tweets about it since you know this episode aired. And it's like split fifty fifty down the middle. Half the people say Brandon's right, half the people say Brandon's wrong. So it's it's the dumbest conversation that's gone on for the longest amount of time I think ever in my life. It's it's so fucking retarded. We, <laughs> and I love people like experts try to weigh in on it. I had someone someone contact me, you know, claiming that Brandon was right and that he was an expert, but he couldn't spell museum correctly. He spelled it M U S I U. Didn't they say they were a, a they worked at a museum? Yeah. So it's like that's that's the that's the company Brandon has. So I, I feel pretty I feel pretty good about my position. <laughs> the twelve year old pretending to work at a museum. Yeah. Uh, so I brought you guys in here. So I wanted to talk about New York Comic Con. We just wrapped that up. Yeah. And got back from that. It was it was an incredibly long four days. Yes, it was. But uh, we survived. We did a great job. This was your first event ever. Yeah, Chris. Uh, what what like what were you not expecting? What was the thing that surprised you most being there? How busy it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was fucking it's, crazy. Yeah, people. Everywhere. This is the first time I ever went to a convention in general. Yeah. Yeah. Were, were there any, like, before you went to the event, were there any costumes you were expecting to see or you were, like, excited to see or anything? Um, big people in spandex. <laughs> we that did not disappoint. We definitely saw plenty of that. We definitely saw that. Um, I saw, this at this event, I, I feel like I saw more dicks than normal. There were, like, lots of dudes <laughs> wearing, like, super tight tights with no underwear. And I saw... Wasn't there a girl with a dick? <laughs> there, there was a girl who might have had a dick. There was. I don't. I, it didn't seem big enough to be a dick, but there was some, definitely something in there. <laughs> some some sort of growth. Yeah, either some sort of growth or a frontal turd. Or <laughs> there was definitely something in there. I think my favorite costume I saw was like it was on like Friday or Saturday. I was in the I was in the restroom. And some big fat dude <laughs> walks in dressed as Batman, and he was like way too short, and like his cape was dragging across the floor of the oh. restroom. And I was like, oh, <laughs> gross. Um, my favorite for the like I'd never seen this before, but I, the couple of guys came by our booth. I think they were guys. They were dressed up as the Yip Yips from uh, Sesame Street. Yes, I thought those costumes were really good. I never seen that before. I saw a couple dressed as uh, Han Solo and an Ewok. 
I didn't know they were a good couple. Apparently, they apparently they were romantically linked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were they were. I actually bought a couple of things at this event. I feel like I never do. They someone was selling what they call plush stashes or plush stash. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a big uh, plush mustache you can wrap around your head if you want to fucking suffocate. <laughs> That's the like, one design problem is you can no longer breathe through your nose. You once can't you're wearing breathe through your nose, and your face just gets like itchy. Twenty degrees warmer in like two seconds. Those things are incredibly uncomfortable, <laughs> but they look great. How much were they? They were like ten bucks each. Jeez, it's not bad. Good thing I didn't pay for them. Yeah, you're welcome. It was a team building exercise. It was. I wanted everyone to feel it was. included. Gus, Gus bought one for each of us, and they all had matching colors. It was very nice. Well, colors to match your hair. To, yeah. to match your hair, appropriately yes. colored. Speaking Special. of which, uh, so at, at the event, it was the three of us and Barbara, who's uh, Blondie on the website. You know, one of our community members, and people who came up to the booth kept confusing her with every other woman that we work with like a bunch of people thought she was kathleen who does the voice of tex and a bunch of people <laughs> thought she was kara who's you know our receptionist and she's been on the podcast before and in fact a couple of guys brought ice cream to the booth asking if she could <laughs> knock it out of their hands because yeah. we said kara does that and uh, we were like oh no that's not kara they were like oh they all got like really <laughs> sad they were like well, but she'll still knock the ice cream out of your hands if you want and they were like no it's not the same yeah. it's okay. not the same yeah. <laughs> they like walked away all sad and dejected so that was really funny. One one guy came to the booth and he was like he was like some dude, some like short fat dude. He was probably like in his fifties and he was like I don't know what the fuck he was doing at Comic Con. He looked like like a like not a businessman, but Oh, you're talking about a uh, creeper. Yep, creeper guy. Right? Creeper? So he comes up to the booth, right? <clears throat> and uh Barbara was oh, sitting down. Oh, this yeah, guy. yeah, Barbara was sitting down. And I think the he, three he had, of us he had one there. of those like little rolly backpacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rolling on the ground. He just stops at the booth. And he's like, if you're going to have a pretty girl at the booth, she can't be wearing that much clothes or something like that, right? Right, yeah, and yeah. And we're like, we thought, we like, thought he was what? kidding. We thought he was joking. Like, and, and we're like, what? And she's like, oh. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, you got to show more skin than that. You got you to gotta have them at least up to your thighs. Right, he's like, you got to wear <laughs> At least up to your thighs. And, and, and then you gotta, you got to, you can't be having, you got to show some midriff. Right. Some and, belly button. And, and Barbara's like, oh, well, uh. These guys are booth babes, like still trying to joke around. Right, trying to defuse and, the and situation. The guy, the, just the like, guy looks at us and he's like, "No, no, no. <laughs> get out of here!" And then he goes in some fucking retarded story about ice cream, where he's like, "I forget exactly he's like, what it was." Back in my day, I used to work for a company that made ice cream. Right, it, it was like Hagen Dazs. Be- no, no. Better than Hagen Dazs. Hagen Dazs got nothing on this. It's Hagen some, shit. Some, some German ice cream. Oh man, and the booth babes we had. Yeah, he's the like, booth- he's like, we got Swedish models, and they wore skirts all the way up to here, and it's like the skirts like apparently stopped like above their stomach. I'm not sure how that <laughs> Somehow, worked. yeah. And he's like, we sold more fucking ice cream than you believe, and it's just like, all right. Guy. And then it's like it's awkward like- silence. He goes. So how y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, and then walked away. And we're he like, didn't, he didn't uh-huh, wait for a response. Uh-huh. And we're like, all right. At one point, when he started talking about the ice cream, I was like, I literally just like put my head down. I stared at the floor, and, and I said out loud, "I went, what the fuck?" <laughs> and I was just like trying not to like tell this guy to fuck off. And then he's like, "All right, see ya." And he just walks off. And as soon as he turns around, Barbara gives him both middle fingers, and she's like, "Fucking piece of shit." <laughs> Good lord, it's a. Uh, it's always amazing the people we run into. At those events. Then some other guy was, was – he thought Barbara was Kathleen, but he didn't say Kathleen. He said – He fucked up the name and then and then he started – he's like, he's like, you know, she plays Rex. And oh, he, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and you're like, Rex? Who the fuck is Rex? And you're like, you mean Tex? He's like, oh, yeah. How come Tex doesn't have any lines? 
You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? She talks all the time. And like, I was just like, well, then he left, and then his friend came back over, and I was like, I gotta apologize for my friend. I know that you play sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope. Oh my god, that's awesome. What a jerk. So I got the. On top of meeting everyone, all these uh, interesting, fascinating people, I also got to sit in and uh, be part of the Halo Waypoint panel. Or actually, I think technically it was the Halo Anniversary Discussion panel. There you go. I had to wear a sign. You did. Around you my neck. Like a hobo wearing a cardboard yeah. sign. You'd be surprised how I had that sign around my neck, you know, and it had like information about the panel and uh, where it was and what time it was. You'd be surprised how many people came up to me trying to give me a hug, thinking it was a free hug sign. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, yeah. no, no, read the sign, read the sign. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> Some guy was talking to you. He's looking right at you. You had the sign on. And it was a pretty it's been big sign. It's a big sign, yeah. He's looking at you and he's like, So you're going to be on the Halo panel? And you're like, I look down at it. You just look down and you look back at him and he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Where's it at? Yeah. Yeah, I think I just picked it up and I was yeah. like, Just showed it to him. Uh, but that was pretty cool. They uh, they showed off some of the new features for Halo Anniversary Edition. I guess they announced the all the Connect features that they're going to have for Anniversary. They showed a new map, which was High Noon, which is a remake of Hang'em High, I think. I forget. They're, like That map's been remade a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was awesome. 1v1, was, pistols only. Um, I don't know if they... Someone asked if they're going to have a 1v1 hopper, and they they did not answer that. I don't know, that's just, like, the best, like, internet throwdown. Like, the people would always say that. When Halo 1 was out, you know, it was, like, Hang'em High was, like, the map, you know, when the pistols yeah. killed you in, like, two shots. So people would always say that. So, like, now, like, ten years later, we'll be online and someone will be talking about how much better they are than me. I'm like, fucking 1v1, Hang'em High, bitch, let's do it. And they're just like, what? It's like a duel. They say it all it's the like time. fucking pistols at dawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll spawn under the, the little outhang. <laughs> fucking ten paces and shoot. No, but we uh, we played. I had a chance. I went up to a certain affinity. And I played that map with Jack a couple of weeks ago, and I think uh, Achievement Hunters be putting out or Achievement Hunters making some walkthroughs for those maps. Yeah, some flybys and such mm-hmm. that Gus may have provided his voice for several of. Yeah, I don't know when those are coming out, but they should be out pretty I soon. Think soon, I assume before weeks. the game comes yes. out, which is like in yeah. three weeks. Get to work, Jack. Yeah, Jack needs to get to work. That's why he's not here. He's in the middle of doing some horse stuff, which I don't want to give away yet. Has that started yet? Yeah, last week. Oh, really? Yep. I, I've been out of town. I haven't had a chance to catch up on anything. Which was the last week one? Uh, I think last week was Carrie was versus it? Joel. No, that was the one that was released last week? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Who won? Joel. Oh, okay. Haven't had a chance to catch up. I just lied. Carrie won. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he did. He won 5-3. to three. That's right. And Joel cursed at him and told him that uh, he better fucking win the entire tournament. Oh, that's right. I think I heard about that. I think I heard when they were filming that one. Joel, um, he he doesn't curse that much at all. And like like two weeks ago, he started saying he'd be like, oh, shit. Oh, it was during the um, – it was during the uh, – one of the flyby maps. He was doing commentary with uh, with Jack and he said like shit or something like that. And he's like, I need to stop cussing. I cuss too much. I'm like, you need to curse more. Curse more. And he's like, no, no, no. And then he went on this kick where like I heard him say it like five times in like a week. Like every time he would curse, he's like, I need to stop cussing. He said it in last week's podcast when he came in. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, you need to curse more. So then he does that that fucking um, horse game. He's doing the commentary with Kerry. And uh, he curses a couple times. 
And then he's like, oh, I got to stop. No more cursing for me. And then like the whole second half of, of Horace, he must say like fuck like 40 times. <laughs> right? And he's like, fuck you. This is fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Carrie. You fucking piece of shit. And he's like, you better fucking win. You're going to fucking win. And like right after it ended, I'm like, hey, Joel, um, you're like – like not cursing campaign is really kind of like taking a dive and he's like i've decided i'm only going to curse in achievement hunter videos from now on oh what's good like, All right, that works for me he's saving he's saving it for the big guns yeah exactly he joel's a weirdo <laughs> that's he's, it. he's, he's that's a, fuck, it. he's a fucking bizarre guy yeah i was going to continue but i think i might just stop there but no he like <laughs> sometimes i'll ask him to be on the podcast he's like i don't know i shouldn't be on the podcast anymore i say things that i shouldn't say like fuck it just say it that's why everybody loves him don't live a life of regret talk about Putting a snake in a pool. He walked in last week, and he, he, first thing he said, he walked down. He looked at me, and he said, "How's your butthole?" That was his entrance. <laughs> well, he didn't say asshole. Right. He so did. see, he was turning he it did. down. Right. So, Gus, where were you the last night of New York? The last night at New York, we went to dinner. Oh yeah, we went to dinner. I went back to the hotel, and then I went out to a sports bar, had two beers, and I went back and went to sleep. You missed out. <laughs> Not Chris. <laughs> what happened? Sunday night was a debacle where because we, we were done before. Hold on, we were done with the con before, before we get to this. Okay, I've got a Chris story I want to tell. Okay, All right, let's do it. I love. <laughs> I, I've never really hung out with Chris very much, and we went out a couple of times. You know, at New York Comic Con, had dinner. I love the way you order drinks. It's like <laughs> everyone else, you know, lines up and they're at the bar at the table, or whatever. It's like I'll have a gin and tonic, a you know, vodka and orange juice or whatever, and then it gets to Chris and it's um. <sighs> Uh, I'll have, uh, hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking about, uh, it's not that bad. <sighs> white Russian. <laughs> <laughs> like the first time you did that, you ordered that white Russian. I was drinking my drink. I did a, I almost did a spit take. Like I almost spit <laughs> My drink out, I was la- I wanted to laugh so bad. <laughs> it was it was awesome. I don't know if you do it on purpose or what, but it's just so fucking funny. He did that when we got breakfast that one day, and we ordered. Um, he ordered last and got like whatever he got, like his eggs meal or whatever, and it came with an orange juice, or it came with a juice. And he's like, "I'll have the carrot juice," <laughs> and the the waiter's like, "Oh, the carrot juice is extra." You for the free juice, you only get like apple, orange, or uh, I think it was cranberry. And Chris looks at him, he's like, "Oh, okay," and then just like looks back at the table and just like looking at everybody else, like that's a big decision. <laughs> and then and then and he's just looking around, and then he goes, "Wait, what?" And then he looks back at the guy. <laughs> Carrot juice is already weird enough. And then and then like like you lost your shit too. We went back to that same place and we ordered like to go. We so we just walked up to the counter. We all placed our orders. And it gets to Chris, and he's like, I'm fucking ready. I'm going to order this. Everything's good. He's like, I want this. The guy's like, oh, you can't have that on takeout. That's only dining in. And Chris is like, oh. <laughs> and like he, he's like, no, 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 no. He started like going through the menu and shit. He's like, wait, wait, wait. No, no. I don't know what I want. <laughs> that was funny. It's awesome. So what happened the last night? Uh, well, we went out, and we drank. Right. Because I was exhausted. I had no energy. Yeah, right. You guys started, still had to We go started out. with going out with us. It, yeah. was, it was me, you, Chris. Uh, Barbara and your My wife, wife. Mm-hmm. and then you guys went back to the hotel, and we went drinking after that. I think we just met up with Barbara's brother Stephen and his girlfriend Jules. I think mm-hmm. it was just the five of us. So we were drinking for a while, and then we made a, a friend. 
<laughs> you mean a friend? Yeah. A couple, yeah. That was after I, I think they left, right? No, no. I think they were still Steven there. They were Jules. still there. They were still yeah. there? Okay. I don't know how we started talking to them. We we were upstairs in the bar, in the bar. This is like right was, across was the street it? from our hotel. Okay, okay. It was, yeah. It was that, that Irish place? The Celtic pub or whatever. Okay. Um, and... The bar, the bar is like a, it's like a restaurant area upstairs that closes at 12, but the bar downstairs is open till four. So like we were there till 12 and I think the five of us went downstairs and we ended up, um, sitting at a table, like right across from the bar and these people were sitting at the bar. So I think like a conversation just sort of took place where we were all kind of involved in, and it but was you just talked like, to them mostly. It was just, just a, a very, uh, douchey guy. Yeah. He was a douchebag. Like mm-hmm. he, he was like, uh. Like trying to be really impressive, like I'm wearing a suit and I'm well, a tie. tie. Yes, and oh yeah, I, I stock markets. Yes, <laughs> probably like what, and then so 30? we and we for, just for reference, we were staying pretty close to Times Square. We were like yeah. two blocks away, so right. we're, so, it's not like we're in the financial district. So he's talking, he's and he's talking to this girl, and we ended up, uh, I don't know, we were, and then me and Michael are like, let's fuck with him. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so we go up to him, and then uh, we start talking. And uh, he he just thinks we're like shitheads because we're wearing t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And uh, a girl cut, by the way. I'm just like, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all were wearing girl, I was cut, wearing girl cut. And uh, so he starts talking. He's like, "Oh, so where'd you go to school?" And then uh, just trying to you know trying to like talk down to everyone. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm working in uh, I'm working in." Uh, he said he was like working for Apple or used to work for Apple or some shit. Yeah, like that. he was like trying to impress us with his job, and then. Like the more we uh, started talking, the more the girls just started getting annoyed and started talking to us. And she was like, "He doesn't really work for Apple. He manages a Best Buy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything joke. wrong with that. No, it's no. Just like, it's just like when you set your you, you like set your persona as one way, and it's like you're I don't know hiding something. I, yeah. So this girl, I mean, what what happened exactly? The two of them uh, eventually eventually um, um, were they like married or? No, they were dating. See, see, we didn't really know at first. Okay, and so like part of our plan to fuck with them was like let's let's like mess with the girl and like try and like totally cockblock the guy. Yeah, okay, yeah, because he was a douche. So like, but eventually, um, Stephen and Jules left. So it was just Chris, Barbara, myself, and them. And like, we were kind of fucking with them. We're like, we are involved in the same conversations, kind of deals, like a group conversation. But like Barbara and I are sitting at the table. At that point, Chris was like, "Fuck it!" He was sitting at the bar with them, just like laying into nice. it, like the whole time. And so the the only thing is, is initially we're just like joking around, trying to cockblock him. The, the woman started hitting on me, and was like rubbing on my leg and next to the guy. This is <laughs> while he's standing there, right? And so he started getting awkward and uncomfortable, like, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And so and. It, it was to a point where I felt uncomfortable. I felt like a dick because I was cockblocking him so bad. So I was like, <laughs> but you, you weren't that just, didn't you, stop him. You weren't, you weren't just like cockblocking. You were like cock intercepting. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because it, it, it was one of those things where it's like he. Uh, I mean, I have a girlfriend, so I wasn't trying to do anything. Right. We were just messing around. Right. Of he course. got. You know, like, he was like, okay, well, well, we should probably head out now. And then, and then I was like, oh, and, the, and I was like, well, let me buy you a drink. Cause I just wanted to fuck with him. <laughs> And the guy was like, no, no, I've had enough. So I go to the girl. I'm like, oh, do you want a drink? She's like, yeah. So he's like, fuck, I gotta wait for another drink. But uh, it, it got really bad to a point where I was like, okay, I, I feel bad for this guy. I'm like, I'm going to try and bring him back together. So I go, I'm like, so uh, so how long have y'all been together? And, he, and she's like, well, we're not together. Some of us can't stop sleeping with other girls. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, man. And the guy's like, oh, oh well, you know, uh, 
And then, and then I was like, okay, well, so, so what are the, what are, I'm still trying to like bring it back together because I feel bad at this point. Uh-huh. I'm like, so, so what are, uh, what are the, you know, what's your favorite thing to do together? And the guy's like, oh, sex. We're really good at sex together. Like, we're, we're just great in bed together. And then the girl goes, well, some of us are good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So this is, like, all Chris, and I, I didn't hear about this till like, afterwards because I'm sitting at the table now at this point. So, like, we're sitting at the table, and Barbara's to my left, and there's, like, an open seat to the right. This dude just walks over and yeah. fucking sits down at the table. He, he felt so bad with the things that she was saying. He's like, fuck this. I'm out. He was like, I can't. He, he was left. just like, he was so depressed. He sat down at our table, and we're looking at him like, fuck do you want? <laughs> he's like, hey, what's up? And, like, we would just Maybe he even, was like, trying to, like, him. he was trying to retaliate and, like, drive, like, Fuck I don't know YouTube. what he was trying to do, but it did not work. <laughs> That's so I'm not sure how that ended. Did they eventually leave? I I don't I don't know. Chris was mildly intoxicated at this point. Uh, yeah, because I kept I was like trying to I was like let's move buy more drinks. <laughs> Chris told me that that's the most money he spent like the entire time was just buying them drinks to fuck with them. God, like, the entire trip. That's the most out of pocket money he spent. So like at some point it's just the three of us. I don't know whether they left or the guy went and killed himself or not. But um, memory gets a little hazy at some point. Yeah, I was like so drunk at this point, and I'm like, I'm fucking drunk. I look at Chris, and I'm like, I am sober. He's like, <laughs> he fucking gone, right? So <clears throat> Barbara, Barbara got sick like Friday, like night or whatever. She got like a cold and like like some sinus stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this was like Sunday night, and the whole week was like exhausting, and it was like. It was probably like two, two, or three. Morning, two or three in the morning at this point. She's like, oh, I want to go back to the hotel. I was like, all right, let's go. Wait, wow. What an entrance. Look at this guy. Close the door. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> let's finish the story and we'll get to you. So, uh, so they, they're well, like, yeah, I'm like, oh my God, well, let's go back. And Chris is like, I will go back right after I get done puking in the bathroom. <laughs> so he, he's like in the bathroom, like throwing up on the floor. Now he says he's only on the floor so he can get closer to the bowl. <laughs> So I was like, all right. I was like, I'll walk Barbara. I was like, I got this. I've, just let me throw up and go away. Yeah. So I was like, I'll walk Barbara back, and then I'll come back for you. And it, just across the street. It literally is like a 40-second walk. So she's like, all right. So we walk back to the hotel, go up to her room. She goes to bed. I was like, I'm going to go back and get Chris. I come back. I go back to the bar. I walk in, and this dude's like, no, turn around, turn around. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And the guy just, like, shoves me out, and I'm like, yeah, I'm meeting somebody in here. He's like, yeah, that's great. He's like, throws me out on the street. I'm like, well, fuck, because I guess it was a close to closing, and they were, like, not letting anybody else in. So I'm, like, standing there. I'm like, god damn it. And then there's some, there's some dude standing right next to um, the bar, and he's like, that's fucked up, man. That's, I saw that shit. I'm like, I know, right? And he's like. What's up? I'm like, I don't know. What's up? And he looks down. He's like, Want to buy some drugs? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, What? And he's like, Come here. I'm like, Oh, how you doing? Because I was like, I'm totally drunk at this point. I'm like, How you doing? And he's like, What's your name? I'm like, Oh, I'm Michael. He's like, I'm Kevin. I'm like, Pleasure to meet you, Kevin. And like, I'm just sitting there having a conversation with a guy, and he's like, Going through all this shit he has. He's like, I got this, <laughs> and I got this, and I got this. I'm like, mm-hmm, Interesting, interesting. And I, and I lean into him. I'm like, Kevin, you got to tell me though. Are you a cop? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, no, man, I'm not a cop. I'm like, all right, all right, it's cool. So this whole time I'm like waiting for Chris. I'm hoping he's still in the bar and waiting for him to stumble out because my phone died on Saturday and I don't have his number outside my phone. So I'm like, I don't know where the fuck he is if he's like somewhere in New York. So I'm just like talking to this guy to pass the time. And then he starts telling me about um, there's this adult DVD store across the street that um, – we passed like every day to the convention and he's like, he's like, I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to hook you up. 
You go across the street. You tell them Kevin sent you. We got live girls, 18 to 23. We got blacks, whites, Puerto Ricans, anything you want. You tell them Kevin sent you. I'll give you a deal. I'm like, that's a generous offer, Kevin, but I'm, I'm waiting to meet someone. And like as <laughs> I see this happens, Chris stumbles out of the bar, and it's like right on the corner where like you can like turn right and then cross the street, and then you're at the hotel. And Chris just goes, boop, and disappears around the corner. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, all right, I got to go. And he's like, hang on, hang on, hang on. And I was like, all right, Kevin, come on. I really got to go. So he's, I was like, I promise you the next time I come back to New York, I'm going to go to the adult DVD store and tell him Kevin sent me. And I, I promise you I will do that. He's like, all right, good. Let me give you my number. And he takes out a business card, just like a hotel business card, and then writes in marker his name and his phone number on it and gives it to me. I'm like, all right, it was a pleasure meeting you. So I leave. Turned a corner, Chris isn't there. And I was like, fuck. So I walked back to the hotel. I'm like, you better be in your fucking room, dude. Better be in the room. Because this is the one night we were actually staying together. I go up to the room, open the door. Yeah, he's not in there. I was like, shit. So I was like, well, time to wander the streets of New York looking for Chris. So I turn back around, go down the, uh, the elevator, walk out the door, and Chris comes stumbling from the opposite direction of the bar. I'm like, where the fuck were you? Did you make like an entire <laughs> circle around the block? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm like, where the fuck were you? And he's like, I did talk goes, to Kevin, though. And he goes, I got lost. He did. He <laughs> I talked to Kevin. Kevin. I was, I was Kevin walking... point you in the right way, the right direction. <laughs> you know, I was walking by, and Kevin's like, hey, you want some cocaine? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. I'm just trying to find my hotel. <laughs> Wasn't like somebody else chasing you? Or you thought I, I don't know. Because I, I my, my thought process was, I'm really drunk, and I don't know where I'm going. I need to not look drunk so I don't get mugged. And so and, and, and I saw someone running towards me. And I'm like, are they chasing me? I don't know. <laughs> so I start running, and then I'm like, oh, there's a hotel. So I, like, I like dart into the hotel and like nearly hit Michael because he's walking in looking oh, for me. Oh, my God. And uh, that was Sunday night. And and Monday, he woke up obliterated, completely drunk. I've got more drunk New York stories from this trip and from previous trips. And I've got more stories to tell about the day we left and how you guys barely got on the fucking plane. <laughs> but we uh, just had Brandon and David step into the room. What's up? Howdy. And, you know, we've been doing the podcast for a long time now. It's what, like this is like episode 136. And I'm getting emotional right now. I think that we recently had a discussion that has spawned the most emails and the most face-to-face discussions that we've ever had on the podcast, and that is whether or not the South Pole is in Canada. I mean, the, the core... <laughs> what? That's not in dispute. That's what's in dispute? What's in dispute? I thought that what was in dispute was the classification of North versus South, specifically... So how was that different? I thought you meant specifically if it's in Canada. Oh, are you saying the general discussion? Okay, the general, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that, I mean the reason is because it's, it's that, contextual. See, yeah, that's the problem. It's semantics and contextual. So you brought in a, a, someone who's going to say one thing despite the fact that he's wrong. No, whoa, whoa, what whoa. I'm saying, though, well, is let's like... Let's not get too hasty. <laughs> it is contextual. However, when you use the term magnetic, you're defining the context. So You're saying when, we are going to classify this within respect of the standards when talking about the magnetism of poles. So the link I put in the link dump when we first talked that said magnetic South Pole on Wikipedia, it said the magnetic South Pole's in Antarctica. <gasps> That's what's wrong. You found a Wikipedia article that proves well, your well, point? Well, let me just say this. I okay. found a Wikipedia article. Who, the, who did you find? Who's this? Well, uh, I'm David. I'm an engineering student here at uh, UT. Uh, I, I actually, I, I can go grab them. I, I started going into physics textbooks, photocopying <laughs> them. <laughs> I found an engineering student. Uh, I will take. I will David take a physics textbook. textbook. <laughs> He's like, Look what I found. In this uh, and I, I start. I like wrote down like, all right, this guy's a PhD from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> 
See, that's that's what I like. That's what I like. Fucking documentation. It's okay. upstairs. I can bring it. Okay, well, we're, we're going to talk about this. Well, I'll have to take a picture or something for the link dump. Okay, so what, what, what's the story here? What, so, what kind of engineering student? So, uh, if I'm you a, say civil, I'm going to kick, kick you the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm an aerospace engineer. Okay. I have like a I'll, license. I'll accept I'm that. I'm a rocket scientist. I'll accept that. So uh, he, my, he literally launches rockets. That, that's I, what I do at UT. I, I build and launch rockets. I think we talked about one of your projects once a long yeah, time ago yeah. on the podcast. We may have linked to it. I'll have to dig up the link and I'll put it again in uh, this week's link dump. Yeah, um, yeah, it's an old project, but we ended up having to scrap it because too high government regulations, all that fun stuff. So magnetic South Pole, right? It's magnetic South Pole means it's negative, and that's up in the north. Don't know why. So this magnetic South Pole is geographically north. But that doesn't make sense. That's just semantics, though. But no. So here it is. Semantic, like so, magnetic South means negative charge, and that's in the north. But why is south equated to negative? Because that's what it is. This, this is my assessment, and it, it seems pretty clear that at some point they said the starting assumption we're going to have is that the North Pole points geographically north. Mm-hmm. So if you have a magnet, you can call the point that is attracted north, that's the North Pole. When you start at that assumption, you then deduce that the pole it points to is a South Pole because a North Pole has to be attracted to a South Pole. Right. So when you start at that first assumption, that's when you get the classification. See, and I agree with semantics. I don't, yeah, I don't like However, that assumption. But if you were to say that it's arbitrary, therefore I'm wrong, it, it, you can't say it's arbitrary and I'm wrong. You can say it's arbitrary, we can't make this classification, but you can't say it's semantics and arbitrary, but then say it is the North Pole. I see. However, what you are wrong about is that it's <laughs> not, a giant, it is not a pile of minerals in Canada that makes it be magnetically whatever. He is right. I think that was that, that was. A good, I don't think anyone argued. No, no one's <laughs> arguing that. No one's arguing that. <laughs> All right, I'm going to accept that there may be another classification, but I will not. I, I refuse to accept it. Okay. Okay. So I'm going. I'm going to give you an impasse. You see, look, I look south magnetic pole. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Like yeah, I, I was not prepared. The, the other thing is expert uh, witness Kevin yeah, the drug dealer. The South Magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see the difference. Yeah. It's d- whether or not it's magnetic South Pole or South Magnetic Pole. Exactly. So South Magnetic Pole would be the magnetic pole at the south, yeah, but the magnetic the south, south Pole is the one. Yeah. I see. Exactly. It's it's all about the word arrangement. Okay. And the other thing, proud Canadians, uh, the pole, whatever you want to call it, is is in the great. Country of However, it is actually moving to Russia at a speed of like 35 miles or so every year. So, so you're going to be wrong eventually. I don't think anybody would be surprised about that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It doesn't move. Look at that. It's pretty significant. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, like it, the Earth's core. It's all like molten iron. It's so. a couple degrees every and year. And that molten iron is located under Canada. <laughs> For all now. Until aliens come and move it. So, you know. Wasn't there a movie about that? The core? Didn't we have to like send a bomb to the Earth's core in that movie and like restart it? Yeah, like a bunch of nukes or something. Yeah, up in there. Oh, is that Kevin's card? Yeah, that's sure Kevin's is. card. You should uh, black out that number and put in like a picture of it or something. It's just a hotel. It's just a hotel card. <laughs> Rose name with a marker. If anyone wants to call Kevin in New York, his phone number is three four seven. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so if you need drugs or you want to go to the adult bookstore, eighth and forty fourth, just tell him Kevin sent you. Right next to the Celtic pub. <laughs> anyway. So that's interesting. I, magnetic South Pole and South Magnetic Pole are two different things. That's what I learned. Yes. I hate to I hate to 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 think of you as not being as much of an idiot as I thought. I here's, mean, I took physics. Here's here's the problem. Yes. The people who were supporting you were all invariably idiots. Like I, <laughs> I had a lot of emails and tweets from people who were like, "Oh, you know, Brandon's right. 
I work at a museum. M U S. No, that was that was, <laughs> that was Joel like, has a story about that. There's a, a kid who called Joel, and uh, he just started dialing random extensions, and somehow he found one of our extensions. He got to Joel, and he started explaining. And Joel's like, "No, no, no, seriously, I got to go back to work. Okay, okay, just call Brandon. Just call Brandon. I got to go back to work. I mean, you know how Joel is yeah. on a good day." <laughs> And um, so finally he talked to me and he was just kind of like, I'm calling from the Oklahoma City of uh, Museum Geography. <laughs> Oklahoma City of Museum. It was just like, it was a bunch of words. <laughs> it was a bunch of words that put together in no way made any sense. And he's like, I just want to tell you that you're right. And if you could uh, bring me up in the podcast and let them know. Oh, that shit. No, no. Okay, I'm going to remove every mention of him now. Because <laughs> then he's going to call back. But I didn't say his name. Yeah, but still. Uh, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows him. Know. Yeah. He knows. We'll go to the city of museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you know who you are. We're never bringing you up again. Oh, I should say, Joel forwarded to me because he thought, it, oh, is this, you know, older woman called from uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the you. He, he, knew, he knew what he was doing. He, he, he knows that wasn't an older woman. Okay. So now that we've we've some uh, now that we've settled the discussion, we realize that magnetic South Pole and South Magnetic Pole are two different things. I want to tell a drunk story from Yay. New York. Uh, this is a, this is the previous time I went to New York, which was like six or seven years ago now. Uh, I was there. I think I was at a bar with. I don't remember everyone that was there, but I know Bernie, Jeff, and Kathleen were there, and I was there as well. And uh, we we stayed till the bar closed. It was like four a.m. We walk out of the bar. And there was a dude who had been drinking in the bar who was wearing, like, a camo jacket and camo pants. And we walk out of the bar. We walk into the street. And the dude's kind of, like, standing and kind of bobbing and weaving on the corner, like, not able to stand up straight. And then all of a sudden, he loses his balance and falls face forward into a bumper of a car that's parked on the street. Like, his face, like, he doesn't even try to stop himself. He hits the bumper with his face, then rolls over into the gutter. And it's just, like, passed out in the gutter. And Jeff and I lost it. We just fucking started laughing. Like, we're like, oh, my God, the guy fucking hit the bumper and he fell in the gutter. <laughs> so then Bernie and Kathleen decided they wanted to be good Samaritans. So they're like, oh, are you okay? They're, like, in the gutter with him. <laughs> we're, we're all fucking drunk, right? They're like, are you okay? Wake up. Hello? Are you okay? And he kind of, like, stirs. He's like, Whoa. And they're like, we're going to put you in a cab. So they, like, they get, like, this drunk guy. Bernie has this drunk guy with him in the street. He's, like, trying to wave down cabs. And not a cab will stop. No cabs are stopping. And one cab kind of slows down and looks at the guy and goes, where are you going? The guy goes, do you know how to get to Queens? <laughs> and the cab just takes off. The cab doesn't even, <laughs> cab doesn't even wait. And then uh, Kathleen's like, here, let me do this. So she steps out into the street and she just puts her arms out, her arm out. And I'm not kidding. A fucking limousine pulls over. And uh, like this limousine pulls over, looks at her and goes, where are you going? She goes, take him to Queens. <laughs> the looks at the guy and goes, Okay, throw him in the back. <laughs> so then Jeff and I lost it again. We're like, this guy's in a fucking limo now. This guy was like fucking wasted, fell into the street, and now he's getting a limousine. Like, what next? Is a helicopter going to come and fucking pick up the limousine? So then um, the dude drives off, and it's just the most bizarre thing. Like, I wondered, did the next morning, did the dude like come to and it's like, was I in a limo? <laughs> like, I wonder if he even made it home. Like, we, we put this guy in a limo, and who knows what the fuck happened. Maybe it was like, maybe his organs got harvested for all we know. <laughs> Hopefully. The, the limo rapist, <laughs> the New York Times are calling it. But when we were in New York this past time, the first night we were there, we did, we couldn't do much the first day because not our, our entire shipment didn't show up and that we were sucked. waiting on some things. So we went out and we went drinking and I got fucking drunk. I got so drunk I started arm wrestling people. <laughs> <laughs> you started the whole thing. Gus was like, 
I don't. We, we went out to dinner. Well, I think the first one was uh, you and Barbara. No, the first one was me and you. Yeah, the first oh, okay. was you two. But um, we won that one. Like we went out. We went out to drink first. We, like we were at. I don't know where we were. We were at a restaurant first. Oh, that's right. And then we ate dinner and got drunk at the restaurant. And then, and then, we, then we moved then to an Irish we place to across the street. We, we were seriously there every. I was there every single day. Sometimes, sometimes like twice in one day. I we, went to that fucking pub. We walked in and stumbled upstairs. They started arm wrestling. Yes, we we started drinking, and I don't remember how it came up, but Gus is like, "We should fucking arm wrestle." <laughs> I never arm wrestle. Look at me; I'm the fucking weakest like, dude in the I'm world. Like, we should not arm wrestle. That is like a classic drunk move. And he's like, Are "You scared bitch!" <laughs> there are pictures, by who, the way. Who won? Uh, so they are th- those two arm wrestled first, and I think Michael won. Then I arm wrestled Michael. And no, I, no, 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 no. Then you arm wrestled Barbara. <laughs> I had to get a confidence builder. Did I win that? Like, won. Honestly, honestly, you crushed her. Honestly, I have no memory of arm wrestling Barbara. Honestly, I thought she might beat you. Like, I, I'm not even kidding. I, I thought she was going to win. I have a vague memory of us arm wrestling, but I do not remember arm wrestling Barbara. <laughs> and then, and then at all. I was calling. I was I was calling bullshit because like Chris and I like it was close. You just like crushed her. So I was like, my arm's tired. That's not fair. And Gus is like, fucking baby. Wah, <laughs> to the wah, girl. Little baby. Yeah. I don't remember any of this. So then I was like, oh, fine. And then, and then Gus and I arm wrestled and, and I ended up winning. And he's like, and Gus is like, I have no dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then like, it's like, we were at the restaurant and I'm like, Gus, are you drunk? And he, he, you're like, no, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. We get to the pub and we're drinking. You're just like, I'm fucking wasting. <laughs> like, you just like yelled it. <laughs> you're like, I'm going home. He's like I, I signed up for the. If I, I, I closed out my tab. I walked across the street and literally, as I was walking to the hotel room, I was just taking my clothes off and just fell on the bed and like passed out like that. <laughs> like I woke up the next morning and I was. You got drunk, so taking off clothes, and the next morning you woke up in a limo. <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up frightened. Like I woke up. And I saw, like, the buildings and everything. I was like, where the fuck am I? Like, I jumped out of the bed. I was, like, looking around all panicked. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm in New York. I woke up, like, every morning, like, oh, fuck. Okay, I got my license and I have my credit card. Like, that's all I cared about. But, uh, yes. Yeah, so, anyway, it was a lot of hard work. Um, <laughs> it was. It was, it was like, really The hard. actual day work was actual work. That's why you had to drink to forget mm, it. Right. Those nine-hour days were fucking long as shit. Nine? You wish they were nine. Well, <laughs> they were longer than that. Well, start, you know, whatever. And then, and then fuckers would, like, linger for an hour. Like, when you went, when you went to the, um, <laughs> the night you went to the panel, which I think was Saturday, the uh, convention closed at 7. We were there until almost 8 o'clock. Yeah, the, 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 the convention center would not kick people out at the end of the day. Normally, most conventions are really good about it. But there, they would not kick people out. Right. So, so we, you we would leave because people will steal your shit. That happened to other people that we were talking to. Right. They were like, yeah, I left at 7.15 yesterday, and I came back, and all my posters were gone. Because they wouldn't kick anyone out. Yeah. So it's like 7.40, and Chris Barber and I are just like sitting in the booth. And I just start yelling. I'm like, everyone get the fuck out. <laughs> God damn it. It's funny because if you do it, everyone's just like, oh, there's a race. It's okay. He's yelling at us. No, seriously. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, get the oh. fuck out. G- g- you had people come up to you in the booth. They're like, yell at me. Yell at the camera. Like, here's my eight-year-old son. I'm not, not made up. Here's my eight-year-old son. Can you yell at him on camera? Oh, my God. He's a, he's a big fan. And then Michael would be yelling at them, and the little kid would be like, yeah. Like, all happy, like, super excited that Michael's yelling at him. Have you ever yelled at an eight-year-old like that before? Uh, yes, years? yes, but not for my job. <laughs> I mean, it's a little concerning on eight-year-olds watching your videos. Dude, it's, like, it's like the guy, it was, first of all, it was like a French dude. Like, he was totally French. He had, like, a huge scarf on. I'm like, it's like a billion degrees in here. And they were at the booth first, and, like, he just bought some stuff. And he's like, he's like, 
my son is a huge fan. He's such a big fan. Wee oui, wee. Oui, because that's what they say. <laughs> they call it Le, le Rage Quit. Yeah. He's like, Le Quit. So, so, <laughs> so um, he was like, oh, he's such a big fan. And like, I was, at first I'm like, uh, of Rooster Teeth or whatever. I'm like, not my videos. And he starts talking about my videos. And I was like, it's kind of fucking weird. Like, All right. And the guy's like, yeah, like thumbs up. And uh, so he leaves, comes back later, and then he's like, my son, he was wondering if you could yell for him in the video. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? And the kid's standing there. He's like, oh, go ahead. And I was like, all right. So I just started screaming. And I was like, I was trying to scream and not, like, curse, like, fuck, 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 like, right in front of the guy. And then he's like, yell more. And I'm like, I'm like oh, fucking bullshit. And he's like, yes. Father of the year. So then, like... Like that. That also reminds me. We went to that one. Um, I get I, I, the 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 menu was in. I don't know if it was fucking French or Italian or whatever the fuck it was with the, with that, the, the frites. The secret. Oh <laughs> the man, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was, but like there was there was uh, <laughs> there was a, something on the menu called like like cava steak frites, but it wasn't cava because it's you gotta say fancy, however the fuck you pronounce it. And I and under it, the description it's like petite sirloin. I was like, I also order the petite sirloin because I'm gonna sound like an idiot. And Barbara kept telling me how to say it because she can speak French and uh, I was like yeah I'm not going to do that like my my mouth can't make noises like that <laughs> so then like I kept calling it like Fritz or like Frittis like like amongst the table and the guy comes to take the order and I say to Chris I'm like should I order the Frittis should I order the Frittis he's like you should do it so like me and him start giggling and Barbara's like what like idiots by the way like, <laughs> and Barbara's like what and we're like nothing the guy comes over and like totally straight face so I'm like <clears throat> yes I'll have the Cava steak Frittis no no it was can I get the steak frights? Yeah, you said frights. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Okay. And I was like, how the Kava steak frights? And the guy's like, of course, sir. And Barbara just put her fucking head down on the table. Like she was laughing hysterically. And your, your wife was like, are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed right now? And she was like crying laughing. It was so fucking funny. You're an entertaining guy. You should have yelled at him. for the- <laughs> And he took it with stride, though. He's just like, uh-huh, fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm sure he gets <laughs> it all the time. Um, and what's funny is that like, I went, the last day I was there, I went to that restaurant and I ordered like... The croc madame, except I said the croak madame, and the, the waiter corrected me. He goes, oh, you mean the croc madame. I was like, just fucking put the order yeah, in. You know about, what I'm talking what about. What about that motherfucker that wouldn't let me order my goddamn steak? Oh, my God. That was awkward. That I, thought, was, I thought there was going to be a fight. But I, fuck yeah, give me my food. Michael ordered a New York strip, and uh, the waiter gave him a really hard sell on a porterhouse. The porterhouse is like three bucks more. He's like, it's only three dollars more. You get a New York strip and a... And a filet. And Michael's like, no, it's not the New York Strip. He's like, can you tell me why? <laughs> and Michael's like, because I, I want the New York Strip. He's like, but the other one's so much better meat and, and, and it's goes, marinated. Give, give me one reason yeah. why not. And, right. and then, like, crossed his and arms. Then, and then here's Michael's like, it's, why, why is it on the menu if you won't let me fucking order it? Yeah. He's like the AOL guy. He's got five yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then he was like, are you 100% sure? Like, he's yeah. like, it was like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, and then, and, and then, and then like, it was so awkward. Like, to, to kind of break it, I was like, I'll, I'll have the steak. Give it to me. You know, I, like, I wasn't even going to order that. broke Gus into ordering the yeah, And I was like, I'll take it. And then when I ordered, he goes, make sure you don't give any to him. <laughs> 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 this is true. This is true. It was, the, it was one so of the most the, awkward moments I've ever fucking, experienced. Because, like, then he's going, and I look at my, and I go, I'm like, seriously, what's wrong with the New York strip steak? Like, is it poison? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> then the food comes out. He puts down the the porterhouse in front of Gus and looks at me. And he's like, "Now you wish you ordered this, right? Look how much better it is." I'm like, "What? The, like, what the shit?" I thought once I ordered it, that would be the end of it. Like, we no, were like, "Okay, let's." He just was continue. like stewing in the back, and he's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> I 
Good lord, dude. He's going to be at your funeral. Yeah. <laughs> With the porterhouse and he still won't yeah. give it to you. So, Brandon, you and, uh, and Bernie and Joel are taking off to Australia today. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm the only one here. Yeah, I think everyone else was smart. And it's really funny. Um, Matt wanted Joel to do a video. And uh, Matt realized the day before, he's like, oh, shit, Joel's leaving tomorrow. Joel never comes in before he mm-hmm. <laughs> comes into work before he leaves. So he, like, ran upstairs, knocked on the door, no Joel. He's, like, calling Joel. He's like, can you come down? Came down. Joel's like, ah, maybe. I'll come in tomorrow. Matt's going to be in the video. Yeah, you, <laughs> you should not come into work the day you have to make that trip. Because I, I, I've timed it before. Brandon's leaving. That's me awkwardly walking away. From, I've, I've timed it. You're having a stroke. <laughs> I think I've been Australia. I've been Australia a few times now. From the time you set foot in the Austin airport to the time you set foot out of the Melbourne airport, it's 24 hours exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Holy you're, shit! You're gonna go through a lot of fucking travel. The goal is to stay awake until eight hours before landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can try that. It's hard. It, it's 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 really difficult to try to stay awake. But good luck. Thank you. Do you, do you know where you'll be? Like, how far into the flight is that? How far do you have to make it before you can fall asleep? No idea. I think it's like a 15-hour flight, LA to Melbourne. So you got to make it about seven hours on the plane. That's not too bad. I've been downloading so I, movies. I think they have, they have the, like, on-demand entertainment as well. But I think you take off, like, at 11 from LAX. So that's 1 a.m. our time. So you'd have to make it till 8 a.m. our time tomorrow is when you have to stay awake till. Psh, easy. Okay. Got it. Done. <laughs> Because I think when we get there, we it's the day of the convention, right? We day, have to go from the airport and work before, the convention. What's the day? Wednesday. You'll land on Friday. So, yeah. Yeah. Bring it. <laughs> it's it's fucked up, man. You take off on one day and you land two days later. I have no idea what to bring. I, I think I brought, like, clothes to last me a month. <laughs> it should be early spring there. I got half and half. Like for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, warm clothing. Oh, okay, okay. I went shopping last night. That shit's expensive. Clothes? Clothes are so expensive. <laughs> All my clothes are like years and years old. What'd you buy? Uh, stuff to keep me warm. Okay. Yeah. And these new jeans I'm wearing. I'm looking and these fetching. shoes. Went to an outlet. Everything is 50% off because it sucks. <laughs> Which one did you go to? The one in San Marcos? Round Rock. Oh, Round Rock? Yeah. I never think about that one. Um, I... Yeah. I, I, I do not envy you guys on that trip you're about to undertake. Thanks, Gus. Thanks for the words of encouragement. What a what an experience, though. Brandon tweeted last night. He was asking anyone if if there's like any would you say like anything that you might forget to bring with you to Australia. And uh, I replied, I don't know about bringing two, but you should definitely bring back a baby kangaroo and we could like keep him in the office, be like the office pet and shit. Mm-hmm. And like if he was really small, I think we could like train him to like be in videos and stuff and like maybe work on the computers. That'd, That'd be pretty awesome. Th- Who the fuck has an office kangaroo? Like you had the cat. Let's do a kangaroo. The big, or like a koala, at least. The big thing, this big suggestion was toilet paper. What's, what's wrong with the toilet paper in Australia? It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not luxurious. Well, see, it's problem, like American toilet paper. I mean, how many, pro- how many quilts are we talking about here? <laughs> there's a problem with our toilet paper here because people use paper towels. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Who the fuck I, keeps I, doing I've that? Been, I've been out of the office for like a week because in New York Comic Con, I came back this morning, there were paper towels in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I already sent an email saying, don't put the fucking paper towels back in the bathroom. I, th- I think someone secretly prefers wiping with paper towels. And <laughs> Why would you do that? There's no good damn reason. Why would you flush paper towels? There's no good reason. Why would you fucking use paper towels? Just use construction paper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've already had That's to... That's crazy. I've already had to remove it. I've gotten so many poo-poo emails from Gus. Like, poo-poo-related emails. That it's crazy. It's like it's like one every, like, 
two weeks. Yeah, I, I, I'm broken. I didn't. Like e- I, I didn't even send an email about this last. And there's always a picture out. involved. Like usually, like there's no toilet paper, the bowl, and then the paper towels are just sitting on the floor right next to the toilet paper. And he's like, "No, <laughs> that's just like the email." That's <laughs> happened like three times already. I had a punch of toilet, and I was like, I could look up in security who did this, but our office is so much smaller now that we're not doing in a, like a animation is on mm. on recess. I just I was afraid. I was afraid of who it would be and how close they'd be to me. I've, I've I got, don't want to know. I've got a good guess. I've busted someone before that I have not publicly shamed yet. <laughs> this is the one I know. <laughs> Fucking poo poo police. I don't over know. Here. Maybe the one that Kara outed. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the one. I mean, no, it's not the one Kara outed. She didn't do anything. Oh, oh. there that, you go. Why, why are we surprised? Oh <laughs> uh, man. I, I, are you going to beep that one? I don't know. Maybe sure? we'll, see, we'll see how it feels uh, once, uh, once I'm cutting it together. It it's whatever feels right, baby. I want to make you feel good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I had a lot of bonding, a lot of spooning going on, a lot of hugging in the booth. It was a lot, of, a lot of fun. A lot of, lot of dry humping. Yeah. I think at one point we did like a jumping chest bump. Yeah, we didn't even coordinate it. We're like, no, yeah, and yeah. it was fucking perfect. It was like spot on. Like I couldn't believe we didn't knock the whole booth over and like kill seven people. Gus, remember that three-way jumping high five? Yeah. You, Gavino, and I, I still, I still have dreams about think that about to this it. day. We should try to expand it. I don't think you can, man. Of course you can. So did you guys end up going to the strip club? No. Well, it wasn't a strip club. It was like a... No, no. It was like a... a like a... I don't know what it was. Like private viewing booths. Yeah. I don't know what DVDs. that means. I've never, I've yeah. never been to a place that has that. Yeah. It was like a DVD store, I think, with like a booth in the back where you just like put the... Like I want to say, in, like the I don't know if this is. I remember walking down the street what it was. on another day and seeing it was like twenty five cent viewing. Yeah, yeah. Like twenty five cents. Yeah, well, it's, you're sitting in a room and there's like glass, and then you put the quarter. I'll in take the, three. Seventy five cents. But from what Kevin was saying, there was a private deal that you could negotiate with his, you know, contact information. Yeah. Probably, it, it, probably sex for money. So probably know. is it quarters or is it like it's like a whole token system you have to buy in? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't go in. Next time. But there were a couple of places like that. There was like one place that had lingeries, lubricant, and uh, what else did it say? Like lingeries, lubricant, I think and it was DVDs. DVDs. Yeah. Buy some I, lingerie I, with I, your DVDs. I thought it said dildos. We'll trade a oh, toys. 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 Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it didn't say dildo. Toys. They're like, let's be classy about it. Yeah. <laughs> Not throw you know dildo up in the street. Let's be classy about it while our our, our store display facing the street has you know <laughs> bras with no cups and <laughs> crotchless panties on a mannequin. Yeah. Stay classy. We're staying in a great part of town. I don't know if you can tell. It was pretty sweet. Um, was it anywhere near the... Uh, did you see the McDonald's incident that happened uh, while you guys were gone? I don't think so. Oh, man. I mean, in general, McDonald's McDonald's fights are awesome. There's been like four or five in the last year. But uh, these two girls were arguing with a guy who was working behind the counter. And uh, they hit him. And he slapped one of them. And then he walked away to the side and in the back. And they jumped over the counter and were following him. And you're like, oh, man, I hope that guy's going to be okay. Then he comes out of the back with a big metal rod and starts beating them unmercifully. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, and they fall to the ground, and all you see is just, like, him going up and down, like, beating them and beating them beating them. And it's tough because you're just like, well, I mean, they kind of deserve it. <laughs> no, no, wow. no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. It's that Burger King. They can't have it their way. Let's <laughs> 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 set their expectations appropriately here. Sucks, that guy, he was already in prison for 10 years, served his time, he was a working American. Trying to fucking, you know. Live the life, have it all. Trying to put a smile on. I like the old fucking catchphrase better. 
Which one? But it's my one. Oh, was that that was it? Uh, What's the catchphrase now? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's like the hip like R and B new thing. The ba da ba ba ba. That was like the early 2000s. Like we're at McDonald's. We're hip. (laughs) Have you seen? They have a few. Like I feel like they target. They have, they have the weird demographics that they target with some of their commercials. Fat people. Like, I've seen some that are, like, entirely in Spanish. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's really bizarre. They have a lot of, like, basketball players and such, Yeah, too. but the people in their commercials are never the people you see at a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, let's be clear about that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a fat person in a McDonald's commercial. I don't think I have either. <laughs> and I don't think I've, <laughs> I've seen anyone as thin as those people in a McDonald's. Uh, after Super Size Me... McDonald's had an actor dressed up like Ronald McDonald, full makeup and costume, go on some new show as Ronald McDonald. And he was talking about how he's uh, losing weight, he's getting in really good shape, you know, he's exercising. It's like, who, who is that for? Like, who, is it for children who are watching the news? And, and like, who saw Super Size Me? All the eight-year-olds yeah. watch Super Size Me. Like, Never again. What are you accomplishing here? That's really Where's bizarre. Grimace? Bring <laughs> <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> It was really dumb, I guess, is what I'm getting at. No, I, I, that sucks, because I'm going to have to try to find that for the link dump, but I don't think I'll be able to find that. I don't know. It has to be on YouTube. It sounds fucking terrible. YouTube's just the archive of video mm-hmm. that you've ever seen. We, Because um, if you've seen it, someone else has seen it. Yeah. But exactly. It, someone less lazy as you, and they've uploaded it. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not being lazy. Yeah. We When we were there, the, uh, the Occupy Wall Street uh, protest moved. I guess they marched from Wall Street up to Times Square. <laughs> And they closed off uh, a lot of the streets around our hotels in that area. There were a bunch of cops and people marching and chanting, getting into stuff. Friday morning. She, my, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say my mom, uh, <laughs> my mom texted me. He's like, when you're in New York, don't let any protesters get you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I actually read something pretty funny about the march from uh, Wall Street to Times Square. Uh, apparently a bunch of the uh, protesters, they, it was, walking was too hard, so they just took the subway. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long walk. It's, well, it is not. It is. It is pretty. I mean, taking far. a subway doesn't exactly prove a point. So, <laughs> it was Friday morning, and uh, Andrew and I had, had the room that night. Um, and uh, I, sometimes we started talking about Wall Street for something. Like we're getting ready to walk to the convention. I was like, "Yeah, but we're gonna stop by. Uh, we're gonna stop by Wall Street." He's like, "Well, we are." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like check the protesters and stuff. You know, it's really terrible what's happening over there, and we're gonna go check it out." He's like, "Oh, oh, okay." If you want. I'm like, no, we're not actually going. I don't give a shit. He was like ready to go. Like, oh, <laughs> do, you, do you think what that protest... Nobody fucking cares. Made any difference at all? It's still going on. I think I think it is slowly making a difference. I feel like instead of in a lot of different cities, if they try to get everybody to come to one city, like you can make more of an impact in numbers well, I think- than you can in just like every little city reporting in their local news, oh, this is happening, as opposed to people being like, holy shit, there's like... <laughs> Thousands of people here. That, that's, I mean, that's harder. I like, I like what they're doing. Actually, I like the distributed approach, where mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's because it's easier for more people to go. Like, how many people would really go to New York and stay there for, you know, over a month now? Maybe DC. DC is easier to get to. I, don't, I mean, I don't. It's still, it's traveling. still traveling. It's still getting out yeah. of plane, play, you know, paying money out of pocket. Whereas if you're local, you can just go and do it. Yeah, because I mean, the whole part of the protest is that they don't have any money. So why would they spend a whole bunch of money to travel somewhere to protest not having money? But it's just an issue of measuring impact. I mean, like, protests I, I, these days are so neutered. I think it's. Like, impre- I think having multiple cities is impressive. Like, I think that's that's pretty impressive to me, is coordinating and having protests across that many cities. I guess I feel like when you're more concentrated in higher numbers in a single place, it feels more like a threat. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like that's when the state responds is when they're like, this is legitimately a threat. We need to address it as opposed to when it's more casual protesting or just like a few people. It's more easy to ignore and say, hey, these people will move on in their life in a month. There's still, But I mean, I, I think reaching a lot more people whenever it's happening in a bunch of different cities. I think they also don't want to be perceived as a threat because they don't want that to be used as an excuse for their protest to be broken up. Although, it's just like they were going to try to disband them in New York to clean the park. So they cleaned the park. Yeah, but if it's broken up and cops come in and they throw tear gas, that's just – that's news for a month. And that's like, wow, this is a really big thing. Like this is a really huge problem. And yeah, you may reach more people in more cities, but if you measure the impact that – like in Austin, people were driving by and honking horns. And it's like – it's just – if it was just an event, like a, like holy shit, this stuff's going on, cops coming, throwing stuff, that's like a protest. That's kind of happened, though. I mean, that like, changes. It's not, a, pro- it's not <laughs> a protest if someone doesn't get their ass kicked. <laughs> Unless there's cops on Otherwise, horses. it's like, it's just a gathering. People are just like... <laughs> Although, at one point, they turned off the cellular data and all that stuff. Like, no cell phones, no data in the mm-hmm. protest when it started. So, I mean, it, it had some serious... Yeah, that's like a... Uh, terrorism. That's like, what is it, 76 Democratic Convention riot right there, turning there off. <laughs> Going old school. I don't know why that reminded me of this because it's completely irrelevant. But we, <laughs> Chris Barber and I came out of the uh, pizza place like I think it was the day we got there, and we had like an extra slice of pizza. And uh, Barbara's like, "We'll give it to a homeless person because she's nice and not a piece of shit like I am." It's because she's Canadian, right? So <clears throat> she sees like this guy, this homeless guy, like laying on the street or on like the sidewalk, and she goes up to him and she's like, "Here, you know, this is for you." And like puts puts it down, and the guy starts eating the pizza. And me and Chris are looking at each other, and Chris is like. We should have done that. And I'm like, yeah, we should have. And Barbara's like, oh, you wanted to give him food? And I'm like, no, Chris meant lie in the street and get the food for free because we wouldn't have to pay for it. And, and she's like, oh. And Chris is like, no, seriously, that's what I meant. <laughs> so then, like, the next day, we had, like, extra breakfast. And Chris is like, he's like, yeah, let's go find a homeless person. Like, he was so excited about it. We walked all the way from the fucking restaurant to the convention center. And, like, him and Barbara were, like, mad there was no homeless people to give their food. Like, we got to do something about this. And Chris, Chris is like, Chris is like, maybe if we hide the food somewhere, that a homeless person would know to look, then they could find it. Quick, we should call Marshall and ask him where he lives. <laughs> oh, man. But I was surprised at how few homeless people there I was saw. There was not very many. Yeah, and we had to walk almost a mile between the convention center and the hotel. I, there's way more here in Austin yeah. than I saw up there. I saw like two. I saw more dogs <laughs> wandering <laughs> the streets than homeless people. It was weird. Did you actually hear about in New York a while ago? There was this uh, weird phenomenon going on where there were dogs that would get on the subway and they just move around uh-huh. like a pack of dogs. Like get on the subway. This is our subway. What's up? <laughs> I, heard, I heard that uh, I saw a story. Who knows how believable it is in Moscow that there was a dog that would commute from the suburbs to the city to get food every day. Then he'd go from the city back to the suburbs to like where he lived in the evening. No a savvy way. dog. That's possible. Uh, I'll see if I can find this. Like, I, I, it's, I, I find it so skeptical. But he would. They say every day he'd get on at the same stop and get off at the same stop. Skeptical, absolutely, but I don't see why that would be impossible. Hmm. I don't believe anything that comes out of Russia, <laughs> except for that. Did I ever, did I ever send you guys that uh, that animation for the story that guy uh, told? I am the machine. Yeah, yeah, like that. That I believe. That that's like that's too crazy to have been made up. I'll put that in the link dump as well. That's a that's a great story. It's I guess the guy who the character Van Wilder is based on tells this story about taking a Russian class and then going to Russia and his experiences with the mob there. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's from some other podcast that's more popular than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what's it called? 
the Joe Rogan podcast or the Joe Never Rogan experience. What is it? All right. Um, you going to be at Armageddon in Melbourne and Auckland. Along this coming with, uh, weekend and next Joel, weekend. Joel Heyman and Bernie Burns. Uh, you aren't going anywhere. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> You're here. You're here. Mm-hmm. You're never going anywhere again. I'm going to LA, baby. You going to LA? What are you going to LA for? Some thing that Bernie's like, you and Jack are going to LA. I was huh? like, all right. Okay. November 4th and 5th, I'll be in LA doing something. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about that. Well, now you know. That's some just a fucking wealth of information over here. And I'll be at MCM Expo, not this weekend, but next weekend in London. So uh, if you live in any of those places, come see us. Bye. Bye. Bye.